Hello and welcome to the Simply podcast. I'm Aish, content executive at Simply. Today on the podcast, we have Susie Robinson, reports consultant at Clearbox Consulting. Susie has been working with Intranet since 2008, and in her current role with Clearbox, she leads on research that covers intranet and app technology, digital workplace management, and employee communication channels. Susie will also be one of our judges for our first ever awards, the Simplys, held in partnership with Unily. Let's get into it. Thank you so much for joining us on the Simply podcast, Susie. No problem at all. It's nice to be here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do? Yes, sure. So my name is Susie Robinson. I work for Clearbox Consulting. I've been here for about three years now, and I was brought in to look after our research reports that uh, look into different intranet and communication platforms, employee mobile apps as well. Uh, So that's mainly what I look after, but we also work with clients looking after their um, digital workplace needs that can be strategy governance, all sorts of things like that. And previous to being a consultant, I worked in the world of internal comms and intranets. Um, so I was a practitioner for a number of years. Um, so have all of that experience to bring along as well. And uh, I primarily worked in businesses with a lot of frontline workers. So frontline workers are quite close to my heart um, and how the tools can, can serve them as well. Brilliant. So um, what actually got you interested in internal comms and uh, more specifically intranets? So it goes back to my first office job. So I worked for um, Waterstones Booksellers, which is the last bookseller on the high street in the UK. Uh, And I went from working in the shops and I got a job in the head office where I worked in the operations department and was basically the dog's body. I was uh, the admin um, and I did all sorts of things with all sorts of different people within operations. And one of the teams was the uh, store communications team. And they asked me to be involved in some of the things that they were doing. So communicating with the stores, again, through their intranet. Um, and it really interested me. Um, I really enjoyed the tasks that they they asked me to do. And I asked for, for more of them as opposed to processing invoices and chasing up people in different projects, that sort of thing, which which wasn't quite as much fun. Um, so it was really that that bit me and got me interested in internal comms um, and also the, the love of, of intranets along with it. Um, and that kind of started it all off, really. And I, I continued down the communications route. Um, I studied uh, with CIPR and got qualified a diploma with, with them um, and carried on working for Waterstones, doing different communications roles until I went to head of comms. Um, and then I, I bounced between a couple of other different jobs looking after uh, internet specifically. So it seemed to be that that I particularly took to. Um, I think the, the merge of, of technology and writing really appealed to me um, being a geek at heart um, and, uh, and so that's where I, I kind of decided to, to continue my focus and then luckily started working with Clearbox a couple of years ago and um, really focused in on, on intranets by doing that it's been it's been a great few years. Brilliant and can you tell us um, yeah a little bit more about some of the projects that you've been working on anything exciting in the pipeline? 
Yeah, so what's really nice is that we work with clients of all different shapes and sizes. Um, so we've just finished working with a client based in the US um, who have a lot of frontline workers. Um, they had a lot of tools in place and they were trying to work out how they could work better together, which ones they could keep, which ones maybe they didn't need, um, and a better solution that they could put in place. Um, so that was that's really nice to have kind of just wrapped that up before the reports work starts again. Um, so right at this very moment, I'm kind of elbow deep um, in researching and writing and editing and producing our employee mobile apps um, report, uh, which hopefully will be due out in October. So that's a little bit of a, a sneak peek for, for people listening. Um, so we're, we're working on that. And I'm just starting our intranet report process as well. Um, so I've been working a lot with our, our new reviewers. So I've got a new batch of people, as well as some old faces again, which is great to be working with people again um, and seeing demonstrations from loads of products and write, reading the reviews and writing the reviews and just finding out about how the technology has evolved over the past year um, and there have been some really big leaps that have happened it's been a very exciting space to keep an eye on and um, yeah I'm uh, I'm quite enthusiastically still writing away even though there's a, a lot of words that get <laughs> pumped out at the end of it all. <laughs> Brilliant and uh, yeah looking forward to, to seeing the reports when they come out. Um, so you've worked for like Waterstones, you work for Mandarin Hotels as well and you also work with um, clients at Clearbox. What are some of the challenges that you're seeing? Ooh, there are a variety of challenges that I think are familiar to many people and maybe have been talked about for, for a number of years now. Um, so the, the question of ROI and um, analytics continues to be something we see crops up time and again of people wanting to understand whether the solutions they have are working or how to prove that something is when they, they have a, a good feeling that it is um, and is an area in the, the market that we still see as being relatively weak when it comes to, to products. Um, it's an area that um, they often rely on something like Google Analytics or Power BI to generate those sort of reports, um, whereas we're hoping to see uh, an improved baseline where the same kind of questions always come up between people um, to allow them to answer those questions around ROI. And that's been uh, definitely been improving over the last year. So that's quite an exciting one. But then I think the, the question of frontline workers is, is also something that's been a, a challenge that's come up a lot more recently from our clients. Um, they would come up in the past, but technology possibly didn't exist previously or um, companies didn't want to consider individuals using their personal devices. So it wasn't something they could necessarily explore. Um, whereas now people feel a lot more um, confident in how to uh, approach them. Um, an understanding of their that their needs are different and they actually need to be served in a different way than maybe they have been in the past. Um, and that's something we've seen with our clients over particularly the last 18 months. And getting to see that has been really interesting and, and uncovering those is kind of challenges around who is it that owns that relationship with the front line and, and how do you go about improving the, the technology for them? Um, how do you particularly work with an operations team if they're very strong-willed in a, in a business? How do you work with them to make sure that um, the product is a success for whoever owns it, but then also for the front line and, and serving their needs? Um, and it's still an area that we see as being an area of challenge and where um, the people that want to improve communications may 
maybe don't have that confidence fully yet in how to address it. Um, but that's something that we've we've seen improve a, a lot over kind of recent years. Um, and of course, there is COVID, there is hybrid working, that's a big thing and it continues to be a big thing and all of the fallout from that and how to engage people that used to work in offices but now don't and work more remotely than they used to before um, and that's something that we've seen crop up as well with our clients um, and, and how to make sure that that working environment that happens digitally is as engaging um, as two-way um, and serves all of the needs of a business and that's still something that that's coming up now even though we're kind of through COVID, more um, things are kind of going back to the, the way they were, um, but it's still something that, that businesses need to address. Absolutely. And so um, over the period of COVID, did you see the challenges that businesses were facing uh, change quite a bit? We were concerned by, by COVID that we would see a drop off in clients approaching us that, that needed help. We thought that people may go into kind of a hibernation mode and, and not want to spend money on, on strategy services and working out solutions. Um, but actually we found it shone a light on um, the, the areas that were lacking um, or the areas that were missing completely. We heard stories of vendors implementing apps or intranet solutions in a number of days for, for those clients who are particularly realised they, they had no way of communicating with people. Um, but actually, it's, it's, it helped us um, in so much as it did shine those lights on those areas that were needed. And we are still finding clients coming to us now who do say because of COVID, we realise that this part of our digital workplace just wasn't quite as solid as we, we had hoped. Um, and so they needed uh, that extra bit of help just to, to kind of progress on their, their strategy, to progress on their landscape um, and implement something that, that really works for end users as much as it does meet business needs as well. And um, so you, if you had to give kind of any advice to uh, internal comms professionals just starting out in the field, people that are interested in intranet implementation, uh, what would your advice be? My advice would be to go and see what's out there that's free. So there are an awful lot of experts in the field um, who share their knowledge and enthusiasm for free, uh, whether that be in blog posts or newsletters or websites, um, then go out and, and just do some research, just do some reading around, um, find those topics that really matter to you, that really excite you and go and see what's there. Um, and don't be afraid of asking questions either. Um, again, there are an awful lot of experts out there who happily chat away to people and, and share what it is they know obviously that's not a full consulting service for free um, but just having general conversations and getting involved in those chats is, is absolutely worth it um, and it was something that I did a lot when I was studying for my diploma uh, quite a long time ago now which I don't really want to think about um, but was really valuable for me and getting that additional bit of research and, and understanding um, what other businesses are doing as well so actually reading case studies um, on vendor websites, looking at awards as well, of course. So actually seeing the results of, of who wins what and how they've won and why they've won. Um, it's all incredibly valuable and it's, it is great research that you can do in your own time um, without feeling that pressure of, of having to, to perform with something. You can go away and you can, you can research for free, um, which I think is, is really valuable. 
Amazing. And um, in terms of like stuff that you wish that you knew when you were coming into the field, um, what what do you wish that you knew? Yeah, so I think I wish I'd known about all of the options that are out there when it comes to comms. So it can be very easy to get sucked into particular channels because they're ones that you know about or familiar with have used throughout your career um, or if you're new to it that you just don't know exist um, and so understanding better what is possible to then be able to explore what is relevant and would be helpful again for the end reader um, for the audience um, then would allow you to improve your own skills and actually develop strategies and develop approaches that are more varied and potentially more exciting. Um, I don't think it's wise to have absolutely every channel under the sun um, just because a solution is trendy or shiny it doesn't mean it is the right solution to put in place but understanding what's out there and then figuring out whether it is right to explore for your business, for your audience or not, um, is really beneficial. Um, so when I, I started, there were fewer channels, um, so the, the landscape was simpler. Um, but as my career progressed and as things went along, that's certainly something I tried to keep on top of was what, what is out there? What are the options? How are people using it? And, and how would that then work or not for, for my audience? And keeping the audience in mind, I think, is the, the biggest tip I can give. Um, they are the ones that matter. The tech is great. Um, business needs obviously are important and they need to be met but that's who you should keep in mind whether you're an internet manager or your internal comms manager it's keeping that that end person in mind and, and the things that they're doing in their day-to-day -day, how you can improve that whether that's improving their knowledge of something or whether it's improving the way that they they practically do something through an internet for example um, they're really the people to to focus on and the different channels that you can utilize to to make their days better they're absolutely a focus that you should have Brill, and you are a judge at the Simplies. Do you have any advice for, for entrance and are you excited? I am excited. Um, I've been a judge once before on something else and it was just so nice looking through everybody's entries. Um, my advice is to carry across your enthusiasm into your entry. Um, yes, they need to be formal to a, a certain extent, but actually what comes across is when someone is really passionate about the project that they've worked on, or really passionate about the, the colleague that they're nominating. Um, and understanding that and seeing that just lift off of the page, that's one of the, the best bits about reading through all the entries, as well as being nosy and seeing screenshots and, and all of that kind of stuff, which is, is always nice. Um, but just seeing that passion and that enthusiasm that people have make sure you keep that and, and express that as much as you can in your entry brilliant thank you so much for joining us on the podcast no worries thank you very much for having me again and i am really looking forward to seeing the entry so please do keep them coming in <laughs>